hello everyone welcome to respawn aim fire episode 59 the irreverent gaming podcast where three lifelong friends we're kick-ass yes we're kick-ass Correspondent video games for the comfort of each other's homes. I am Holden Christopher Adams Depardo. Yes, that's my full name. And I'm here with... Chad Michael Holden Christopher Adams Depardo Innes. That wow, is my the same full name given almost. Christian that's, name. That's, that's, really, that's really surprising. Yeah, I was baptized, baptized Jeffrey. You are baptized but, Jeffrey? <laughs> um, that's my full name. Oh, interesting. That's, interesting. that's what happens, right? When you get baptized, you get another name? I don't know. I just know that my middle names are that because... Christopher was like an uncle that I never had, and they like if they had like the name Holden, they I could go by Christopher if I wanted to, and then Adams because I'm actually related to John Adams, John Quincy Adams. I got some blue blood. You were bitch. into him from sperm. I was into him from sperm. <laughs> He's like my great 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 uncle, like, something like, like that. They conceived, and your mom just felt her belly. She's like, oh, he's gonna like John Adams. No, I'm related to him. It's not like I like him. Oh, I thought you said I'm really into John Adams. No, I'm related but to him. But you I'm said really I'm related. <laughs> we named him that because he was really into him as an infant. Yeah. As a kid, he just kept going like, I love the second president of the United States of America. It was really random. <laughs> oh, man. What a stupid name, John it's Adams. It's a really stupid name. <sighs> well, we have a packed episode because we God damn, recorded- it's big. Like, yeah, we recorded dick. early Just last kidding. week on Saturday, but we still launched on Tuesday. So we have so much more news to talk about. I know. We have like a whole 10 days? Yeah, about 10 days. About that. I don't know. I didn't count, but it sounds, sounds good. And uh, we're going to do a temporary new segment as we're kind of counting down to E3. And it's called Countdown to E3. Oh my gosh. 5, 4, 3, 2, it's E3. It's crazy. I'm so excited about E3 this year. Um, so during our quest log for the next few weeks, if there's any stories related to E3, we're going to bundle them right into that. But Chad, what have some of our listeners been telling us? Oh shit. Welcome to our weekly forum, motherfuckers. First of all, shout out to our barf this month, Super Mario RPG. Yes. If you're not playing it yet, it is officially May 1st. It's going to be May. Play it. Pick it up. Put some time into it. Put the thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Is it worth it? Let me work it. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> that was a weird tangent. <laughs> correction from last week. I think we had mentioned it's available on 3DS, so it's going to buy I don't, it on no. 3DS. I, I in it's my not. head, I made sure to say it's not one of those SNES. Oh, okay. 3DS. I thought we said we did it. Is we no, did say it is. No. Okay. I did so, say. I just said we did it. Correction for the is. correction. It's not corrected. It's not corrected. Okay. So Holmes oh, man! is a fool. But speaking of barf, I just wanted to include this from uh, KGB Spider or Spooter Scooter on Twitter. Winner of last month's photo mode. Spoilers for later this episode. There's a new one. He wanted to write in with his thoughts about Metro 2033. He was writing along with us. He wrote in to respawnamefire at gmail.com and said, Also, I know this is late, but Metro 2033 game was amazing. While walking around the subway and hearing the random dialogue with the characters, I felt like I was actually there. The environment was amazing. Seeing some of the little kids asking their parents if their mom was ever going to come back was extremely sad. The people felt real, and this is one of the only two games that ever made me cry, the other being Warframe. The people felt real, and seeing them in such bad shape made me sad. Also, I struggled during the first encounter because it took me four times to find my gun. I am right there with you. Struggling to find that gun. I'm right there with Spooter Scooter in regards to the the dialogue with the characters in the subway. I like just kind of like stopping and listening to what people are saying because it does feel real. Like yep. this is real conversation people are having. I The kids didn't sound super real to me because they sound like adults <laughs> playing children. But I agree. Like I love listening to the conversations. I was surprised by how much depth there is in the conversations if you just stop and listen. It was pretty impressive. Yeah, I feel like he aligned a lot more with you on this game than me except that we yes. both – 
hated that opening. So I did that literally. He didn't three say times. he. He didn't say he. He hated said, it. "Hold on, hold on. Let me go back." And I quote, "I fucking hated it." Chad was right. No, his quote is quote. also. I struggled through the first encounter because it took me four times to find my gun. He he might love. No, he struggle. emailed me separately. He emailed said, me separately. Quote, Chad was right. I fucking hated it. End because quote. Chad's email is publicly available. It is. <gasps> Mexico at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's like the whole city of Mexico City? Like they actually have just Mexico at gmail.com. It's not like Mexico.gov. Like you email them and then they print it out and then deliver it to the person who's supposed to be intended for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Weekly Forum continues with our subscriber interrogatives this week. Two things. One, remember that segment I brought up last week where I was like, hey, how did you get your gamertag name? Well... We have another entry. Actually, this one is from Spooter Scooter as well. Talking about his previous entry, Panda Chow Chow. I forgot to look up what this was. But he says, it was around third grade and I slept over at my friend's house and we dressed up as superheroes and I and named mine after a Panda Chow Chow, which is a fake dog breed that my grandma always wanted. It's really just, just something on Google of people spray painting or photoshopping pictures of chow dogs into pandas. And that's how I got my old name. That's wonderful. I have to find out what a panda chow chow looks like right now. Hold, please. Hold in. What's a panda chow chow? I don't know. But while you look that up, we have another interrogative from oh, Fez fuck, D. That's cute as shit, though. What is it? It's it's like a little fluffy panda dog. Oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> it's my so gosh. cute. That is adorable. Oh I man! I want that. What's our second interrogative? Second interrogative is interrogative. It says it in there. I love that. Interrogative. Top five most anticipated games from what we've heard of. FezDs are Cyberpunk 2077, Anthem, Starfield, The Last of Us 2, and Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'll Again, say I have two in common. Sorry, you didn't Fez mention D. who this was from. This was from Fez. IRL. I did mention it's from Fez no. D, but you're too busy no, looking at no, Panda Chow You read the question, and then you said Fez D is... No, I said, while you're looking that up, Chad, I'm going to mention this interrogative I don't listen Fez to this D. podcast, and we don't fight on it. <laughs> Which basically always means like hold and stop talking before you win this <laughs> argument. <laughs> oh man! So Fez, Fez, Fez. You know what? You write in and let us know. Is it Fez D? Fez Fez Durrell? Fez IRL in real life? Is it? Maybe we've been pronouncing this whole time wrong, and it's actually Zef backwards. Or maybe it's just Fez D. I don't know. But number one, you got a good ass list there. Yes. Cyberpunk twenty 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 seventy seven. Anthem, Starfield, Last of Us 2, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I try, I went in through it and I was like, well, goddamn, that's my list. Oh, but I forgot to mention, there's a flame next to Cyberpunk 2077. That means fire. Or fire. lit, as the kids say now. They say, I'm here for it. Ah, It's well, no longer 100. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out FezD for a second, or FezD, or FezF. Because Starfield has not been announced yet, and it's the most anticipated games that we've heard of. He didn't say announced, he said we heard of. I would say heard of means announced, and we've heard no, about No, it does game. not. No. Okay, well then I made no, my list not. around games that have been we've announced. We've heard about from other people. Okay, alright, fair enough, fair Maybe enough. Maybe not Bethesda themselves. Fine, I will call myself out then and say that <laughs> I was a fool for calling out people about things they shouldn't be calling them out about. I don't remember what you called about because I don't listen, but here's my list of most anticipated games that we've heard of. Are you ready? Boom. Of no. course, number one, Spider-Man. Duh. Shut up. It's Spider-Man. <laughs> Get out of here. Number two, Anthem. Yeah, I'm into that game. You know why? Because it's Iron Man. More Marvel superheroes. Great. Spider-Man. Not- Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Last of Us Part 2, of course. Fuck yeah. Last of Us right now is my favorite game of all time. Part 2 of it? Yeah. Give me that on a bun. Pretzel bun, please. Question. What's number four? Answer. Death Stranding. 
really like Kojima games. They're weird as fuck. Metal Gear Solid. Yum, yum, yum. Number five. Forget this one exists. I did for a second. Borderlands 3. Game is funny as mm-hmm. shit. Although technically still unannounced, even though they've been saying that they're hiring for it and it's coming, but they still haven't announced that it exists. Borderlands 3. They've basically even shown off footage of the game with like their tech demos and stuff. Weird, man. Weird. Yeah, strange. Boom. That's my most anticipated games. Holden, the fuck you looking forward to? Well, Fezdi and I have two in common. We have one in common. Last of Us Part Two, of course, just goes without saying. Cyberpunk 2077. It's just such a cool concept for a game. I want to see a giant RPG in a cyberpunk world. It just sounds awesome. A vagina RPG? Is that what you just said? A cyberpunk RPG. That's not what you said. You I said, said cyberpunk. You said a giant RPG. That's what you oh, said. Oh, giant RPG. I heard Sorry. a vagina RPG. <laughs> Shut up, Chad. You always think I'm saying something sexual all the time. Oh, like, man. Maybe you should enunciate. Pronunciate. Uh, number three is Metroid Prime 4. Number oh, five. Man. That was the coolest looking title screen for a Metroid Prime 4 game I've ever seen. Right, number three, Metroid Prime 4. Shut up. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> and then number four is Pokemon Switch. We don't know nothing about it, but I want to see it. Um, number five is Lumina's Remastered. And I just added a sixth one because I'm excited for this game, too. And that's Dark Souls Remastered. DSR. Two remastered games. Dude. Remaster the shit out of my whole life. <laughs> oh, man. Question. What's next, Holden? Uh, you tell me. It's your photo mode. Answer. Photo mode. You guys, we are now on our third, not annual, monthly. Third monthly. We're on our monthly menstrual cycle of photos. <laughs> and, man, that was gross. Um, this <laughs> month, we have another competition ending on May 13th. Again, submit on Twitter or Instagram with hashtag Respawn Photo Mode and tagging us at Respawn Aimfire. Here is the crux of this one. We've had one where you had to take selfies of you doing shit while listening to our podcast. We've had one where you had to green screen me into shit. And now this one's a little bit more creative on your end. You must have, you must submit a photo of a piece of self-created art. Of something video game related. Ooh. That could be a drawing on a piece of paper, and then you take a photo of the piece of paper. That could be an electronic drawing. That could be a Photoshop. That could be screenshots from your favorite game. But here's the crux. The winner will be chosen by the hosts, and we will err on the side of creativity. So if you just like, Uh I'm just going to take a screenshot from Mario, and it's going to be boring as shit, and I'm not going to do anything, and then I'm going to submit that, it's not going to be a random number generator. It better be good, (laughs) y'all. So for details Damn. on that, it better be good. You're being harsh there. Be good, better be y'all. Good. Again, twenty dollar code to the gaming service of your choice. One prize available: PlayStation Network, Xbox, eShop, or Steam. Whichever one you like. Submit to that by May thirteenth at midnight Eastern time on Twitter, on Instagram, and we will get to you afterwards with your code when you win. We look forward to seeing what you have to do for us. I look for forward us. to it more than you do. Why would you say that? Because I feel like being hostile today. <laughs> you are being very hostile today. Well, that's mean. I will say this, though. I'm glad that I don't have to participate because I have no artistic abilities whatsoever. You can't take a screenshot? I can take a screenshot. I can't oh my draw God. shit. There are so many. Thank you for asking. This is Playtime with Chad. <laughs> Sorry, this is next on our <laughs> list anyway. <laughs> I wanted to transition to talking about screenshots of God of War, which is what I've been playing this week. Obviously, <laughs> duh, only God of War. And I'm not going to spoil anything other than to say that, yes, I am enjoying this a lot, as is apparently the rest of the internet. It is wonderful. I do 
think that it is a, it is a buy for anyone who owns a PS4, especially a PS4 Pro. I am about 10 hours in, but mostly I can't stop taking screenshots. I go through the game and it's like every four seconds, press and hold that share button, save the screenshot, press and hold the share button, save the screenshot. And I have so many. So like, oh, I know because you've sent me a bunch of them. I've only sent you like six and I have a few of like 40 of them. I'm like, oh, should I send all of these to Holden so I can save them on my phone? Just send them all. Okay. Just don't look at your messages because some of them are spoilery. Okay. Just don't look at it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this game at some point during the summer when I don't have much to play and time to play it. Okay. But I really want to play it. I'm excited to play this game. I just don't have time to do it at the moment. Yep. It's wonderful. So, it's great. I've heard it's great. Go get it. I can't wait to get more into this game. Apparently, it just, like, fucks your brain, and it's wonderful and amazing story and everything. It's 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 good, y'all. It's real it's good. good. Well, I want to play it because I've hated Kratos. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at the note and I forgot I wrote Omega Pussy for your game. <laughs> yeah, I purposely didn't change it back. Oh, man. What did you play, Holden? What's playtime with Holden? <laughs> well, I was going to say before he just burst out the laughter that I want to play God of War because I hate Kratos and this apparently makes him a likable character. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I played Omega Ruby, but Chad decided <laughs> to change it to Omega Pussy in the shared note. <laughs> I did not play Omega Pussy. I played Omega Ruby, Pokemon which is a remake. Omega Ruby, okay. Yes, which is a remake of Pokemon Ruby from the Game Boy Advance, available <laughs> on 3DS now. I don't have much to say. I'm just kind of playing it just between stuff I What made you play that instead of anything else? Um, because I can't use, or maybe I just haven't figured it out, how to use the Pokebank with Pokemon Gold. And I wanted to use the Pokebank because I actually have a lot of Pokemon in the Pokebank. And I've just been kind of transferring Pokemon back and forth. I restarted it, and then I have it set up so I have all the starters. But then here's the thing, right? They're not all starters from Pokemon Ruby. I got the starters from Sun and Moon and moved them over to Pokemon Omega Ruby. Um, And I'm like, this won't work because those Pokemon didn't exist. But they do exist, and it does work. So boom. Boom. It's pretty awesome. Virtual console. Um, Yeah, so it's fun stuff. I don't have much to say say about it. I mean, I think I've talked about Omega Ruby before in the podcast, but... It's good stuff. Oh, one thing I wanted to note about this. I hated X and Y because the circle pad, you controlled uh, the rollerblades. And I hated the way the rollerblades moved around. Okay. That's not an issue in Omega Ruby. You could just use the circle pad like normal. I had to use the D-pad on X and Y to move around comfortably for me. And I hated it. I hated Pokemon X and Y for that very small thing. So if you move with the D-pad, you walk. But if you move with the circle pad, you have rollerblades? Yes. It was terrible. Okay. It was awful. It was god awful. just, like, put the rollerblades in storage? Nope. Can't do that. No? Once you... You have to get them in the game, and then once you have them, <clears throat> you can't take them off. Oh. It was awful. Oh. If someone wants to correct me, I would love to give X and Y a chance, but I've I'm never not going played back X and Y or Black and White or Diamond Black and Pearl. Black was good. Never played Black and White 2. Of course, I didn't finish X or Y, like you just said. Sun and Moon was good, though. But I didn't play much. I don't have much to talk about this this week for playtime with Holden Departo. But you do have a lot more to talk about when it comes to our quests later. Because I forgot there's something else in between those two things. <laughs> so oh, just a preparation. Note, we are not doing a leaderboard this week because we want to include Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Oh, yeah. just started coming out today, so we wanted to get it a few days before we can go through and look through all the uh, reviews for that. So next week we'll be doing leaderboard because we're going to have a ton of games that Chad's going to lay out coming out this month that we'll be able to include right. leaderboard at the beginning of June. So, Chad, 
Now what we're going to transition to a segment we call What the Fuck is Coming Out This Month with just Chad Michael Ennis. I know you I did, but I added that. my name to the end of it. And um, <laughs> this is something we do at the beginning of every month now, because that's a thing. And we just look at what's coming out, because I always forget what's coming out. So, hey, thing of note. First up is Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze coming to Nintendo Switch, y'all, on May the 4th be with you. You know what else is coming out on May the 4th be with you? They just announced Arrested Development Season 4. Oh, I Recut. tweeted about that shit. Can't wait. All right, all right, and all right. And Season 5 is coming out very soon, apparently. Yep. Yep. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I'm pumped to ship. Are you going to get Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze? No, get God of War first. But also, I have to beat God of War before. I can't beat that before Donkey Kong. I'm, I'm, I'm so conflicted. I'm not going to get Donkey Kong. Uh, I'm definitely going to get, get it on Friday, and I'm going to play it on Friday. But Is I don't it the know first like, Nintendo balances. franchise that I haven't gotten and you have gotten? Because I've gotten uh, all the major Bayonetta. ones. That's platinum, though. But it's a Nintendo franchise. No, it's a platinum franchise. Yeah, Nintendo good luck seeing Bayonetta 2 and Bayonetta 3 coming to other consoles. But it's a second party game. It's not like... Hold in. It's not Listen, the same thing. Listen, let me have this. <laughs> I need it. I need this win today. All right, fine. You can have it. It's Next up in May, coming on May 18th, that's 1-8. We have 1-800-Hyrule-Warriors Definitive Edition <laughs> coming on Nintendo Switch, as well as Little Nightmares, the complete edition coming to mm. now. So I'm having a stroke. Somebody call 911. <laughs> Nintendo Switch. <laughs> May 22nd, just a few days later. Nintendo Switch gets a bunch of shit as well. Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2 are coming out as separate Separate releases. games. Yeah. You can buy those separately. Um, Runner 3. I'm 94% sure this is the Bit Trip Runner mm-hmm. franchise, which, did you ever play those? Because those are great. Nope, never played them. Those are great fun games. Bit Trip Runner 3 coming to Windows as well as Nintendo Switch. And then comes the thing that will save the Xbox One <laughs> in its moment of... <laughs> despair state of decay 2 coming out on may 22nd as well which leaves them with just one game for the rest of the year crackdown 3 that's gonna slay all <laughs> right may 25th dark souls remastered comes out on everything but switch switch got delayed oh. uh, i'm still not gonna buy it. i'm still not gonna buy it i'm waiting for the switch version yeah me too i think i'm gonna wait for the switch version because let's yeah. be honest i want to play it with friends and friends are gonna be on switch so and that's me friends are me well, friend. friend Oh. Uh, you are friend. No, I'm multiple people. I'm the, I'm one of the I actually two do of have a lot of work friends. friends that are going to be playing it too. Oh. So. Oh. Detroit Become Human already pre-ordered, also coming out the same day as Dark Souls Remastered. Good thing I'm not buying it on day 1 because Detroit's coming out on day 1 of Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. So, boom, shaka Khan. May 29th, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. Another Street Fighter cash-in, if you like it, and it, it's on the things. So go buy hey, it. they sell. People buy them. And then here is, as of about an hour and a half ago, what is not coming at the end of May. And Don't that is Luminous Remastered. Don't say it. Coming instead June 26th. I want that game. However, it was still on my document because I prepared ahead of time, motherfucker. I want that game. It needs to come right now. It can't. It's not finished. It can. They can do it. I believe in them. I mean, yeah, they will send you a copy right now, and you'll be disappointed with it. No, I'm going to love it either way. It's not finished, Holden. <laughs> I'm going to love it. Shut up, Chad. Holden, let's open up our quest log and see what the internet has provided for us. Read me some fetch quests, motherfucker. We Man, got I've said ton. that a lot. I'm sorry. Motherfucker is fun to say, but also, like, censorship. 
did you uh, can we talk about motherfucker for a second did you see the siri yeah Yeah, that was yeah i tried it they fixed it yesterday morning yeah they did but it was fantastic oh i did tell you about it i tweeted about it i I texted you about it um okay so we actually have a ton of stuff here for quest log I'm sorry. I'm just Let's start off with going to Detroit. Uh, Detroit has gone gold, and there's a demo available. There is. Have you played it? No. I'm not going to play it because it's literally the beginning of the game, and I don't want to play it twice. And also, I just I want to play the game. Well, you're going to get it. Yeah, the demo's yeah, people who I've are literally unsure. already bought it. I'm going to play Beyond Two Souls before, which is free. Taste, which is free this month, uh, along with Rayman Legends, which is a game I've always wanted to play. So that's very exciting. The past few months of PlayStation Plus have been very good to me. You know what I like about Quantic Dream games? Tell me, they're Chad. F- they're fun with groups. I mm-hmm. played Beyond Two Souls with a couple of friends. The same pe- uh, people that I played Ult- Until Dawn with. It's just fun to trade off every chapter and and make decisions together and shit like that. I like it. I think I'll do the same Aww. for this one. Sharing. Is caring. Sharon Stone is caring. What else we got, Chad? Oh, man. Question. No DLC for God of War. Yes. So, basically, the director of God of War came out and just said that, hey, we want to do DLC planned because we didn't want to push things out to not put it in the main game. We just wanted to put everything in the main game. Everything in the main so game. So, no, That's no right. DLC for God of War. And, I'm and I think that. what he means by that is, like, no, like, huge DLC pack. Maybe they'll have, like... Small updates, but uh, I didn't get the impression there's going to be major releases. Uh, somehow fucking missed this. Thanks a lot, Wikipedia, for not being on top of it. Tacoma coming to PS4 May 8th. Yeah. Previously Xbox One exclusive. This is from the creators of Gone Home. <coughs> Can't wait to play that. Nice one. I could have played it already because I own an Xbox, but let's be honest. I love PlayStation so much. So I'm going to wait till May 8th, and then I'm going to buy it and play it. <laughs> um... As we already said before, the Switch version of Dark Souls has been delayed, so the network test has been delayed along with it. Dumb. 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 And this dumb. is an interesting story to me. Hackers <clears throat> find an unfixable exploit for the Switch. Mm. So you can basically jailbreak your Switch to do extra things that Nintendo wants you to do with it. The exploit is unfixable because it has to do with the hardware of the NVIDIA X1 chip. See? So they cannot patch it. It is, it is forever ha- hackable now. See? See, yep. that's what you get, Nintendo, for being lazy. I'm just kidding. You're great. You're great this, <laughs> this generation. Last generation, you were lazy and pieces of shit. No, they worked great. too hard in, in a direction that no one cared I'm about. I'm a fair-weather Nintendo fan, I think I've decided right now. You're a fair-weather Nintendo fan? Based on just the last three sentences I said. <laughs> Ooh, that smell! But you know what is coming that's not delayed because they just gave us the first date? Wolfenstein 2 coming to Switch June 29th. I'm excited about that. I'm excited for you to play that so I can play it again and then we can talk about it. Yes. There, there has been video footage of that game on Switch and the re- reception has not been super positive. Yeah, I think a lot of what I've been hearing is like Doom. It's not the ideal way to play it, but you can play it there and it's competent. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go and play. The, is it First Order? Is that the first one? Uh, Wolfenstein... Uh, it's not New Order. That's new, a band. It's not New Order. It's, it's the First Order. New? No, it's not the First Order. That's Star Wars. Right. That's Star Wars. The new. You read another goddamn. There's New I'll, Blood. I know there's that. New, that's like a DLC pack. Just read something, and then I'll interrupt okay. you. 
So, <laughs> Fortnite made $223 million in March. The new order. <laughs> it is the new order. <laughs> it is the new order? Yeah. It's a band. It's a very good band. It's a Star That's Wars a band. Speaking of Star Wars, Stardew Valley publisher reveals new game, Eastward. Just like Star Wars. Just like Star Wars. It's just like it. Wait, Eastward? Yeah, it's called Eastward. Do they have anything about it? Yeah, it's it's basically a dungeon crawler style game. The oh. style of like they say it's like uh Legend of Zelda and Earthbound. It's kinda of in that kind of style. Ooh. It looks quite good. Oh. I'm very excited about it. There's a trailer too if you want to see oh. it. Oh, they also did just uh do their multiplayer beta as well. They did, yes. Or test and it, or whatever the, the fuck. feedback has been very lukewarm. Lukewarm. Luke Skywalker warm. Speaking of Star Wars. There's a new first-person game coming from Blizzard. They're currently hiring for someone who has experience with first-person weapons and shit like that. A lot of people are saying, oh, my gosh, is this finally the Overwatch single-player campaign that we've been waiting for? Unfortunately, no, because the first-person game job listing reveals they also are looking for someone who has a lot of multiplayer experience. Yes, so I'm unfortunately, curious. this is probably not Overwatch, but it is something else. Yeah, interesting. They have two multiplayer first person games it might not be a first person shooter who knows but if it could be a first person squirter in not a dirty way i was thinking squirt guns it could be like splatoon but it with could Blizzard be there we go there you go saved <laughs> saved by the splat so pokemon go do you want to talk about that chad because it's very relevant to you it's pokemon go I, and illinois okay so the only thing that i read that you would put in there was pokemon go had rumored generation four coming and changes to some stuff and this is something different what is this yes what the so, fuck is this shit in my list right now basically um pokemon go uh has a removal request in illinois park due to traffic concerns it seems that nearby residents are asking niantic to remove three pokestops and gyms located within memorial park the biggest complaint is that people have been driving around the park while using the app <laughs> that is what my parents do <laughs> they don't they don't live close to a Pokestop at all, so there's a cemetery up the road and they just drive there's a bunch of people apparently in the in the neighborhood that do it, and you just drive real slow around the cemetery, collecting Pokestops as you go. Ooh, that's not good. Yep. That's that's dangerous. I know it's you not mean, it's a cemetery. There's not ghosts or shit. Okay, I need to look up something because I realized I forgot to send you something that I wanted you to see before we did this for game potatoes. Okay. Um so I'm going to do that really quickly here. Okay. Uh, I will read these next two things that I have not read. Nintendo <laughs> slash Game Freak trading card patent. Yes, yeah, so you can <laughs> sound... director has five more games planned. Great. So the, the Nintendo patent, it basically seems like... Um, oh, this is going to be hard to find. Um the Nintendo patent is basically, it sounds like you're going to have, like, amiibo trading cards for Pokemon Gross. that you tap against your Switch, and it Ooh. does things in the Pokemon game. Although that might be kind of cool. It might I be I don't cool. know. As long it as they're not cool. stupid Animal Crossing cards. I don't, it depends. I mean, I don't think that they do something in Pokemon that's completely stupid, because every addition they made to Pokemon games stop the core gameplay has been really positive and awesome. Beauty contest! Exactly. I hate a lot of the side quest stuff in Pokemon, so this could be trash. It could be awesome. Who knows? Um... I'm trying to find this this video for you. It's fucking hysterical. It's amazing. Okay, great. Um, While oh, you're looking for that video, I, I will... Oh, you found it. Great. Didn't find it. Shit. Oh, okay. Hey, audience. Um, you, what's your you first name? It. Is it Steve? Is it Barb? 
Barb, where are you? I found No it. one found Barb. We found Barb. We saw her as the audience. But okay. no one even gives a shit about her anymore. Yeah, we saw a missing poster on a street lamp pole, but still, like, nobody fucking cares anymore. Where's the candlelight vigil for Barb? Chet, I'm sending you this right <clears throat> now. We have two game potatoes this week, one of which is called Beyonce Two Souls. Okay. And it's I a video hate game. This already just based on the thumbnail. It it's is five minutes. You want me to watch five minutes and thirty six no, 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 seconds just, while just, I'm on the just, air? Just skip around. Just Holden, skip around. you know I only watch videos that are two minutes in length or less. Unless it's around. a Tom Hardy movie trailer. And then it's the new Venom one and it's terrible. Have you seen that new trailer? Yeah. That movie looks so bad now. But, but Tom Venom Hardy himself looks cool. No, I don't think so. I'll tell you that movie's gonna be This is nothing. this is nothing. Yeah, this is just is like be- the this worst. is just a bad Avatar of Beyonce bobbing back and forth. No, 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 no. Just skip ahead. It has so it's a game called Beyonce Two Souls, and it's just like the worst looking game I've ever seen. You can really get this game. Wait, this is a real game? This is a real game. That's why I put it in a game potatoes. This is not a joke. This is a real game. And one of this. the one of the side one of like the things you do in the game is you need to put a ring on it, <laughs> so your finger extends up higher and higher and higher into the sky. Meanwhile, you're trying to like loop your finger into rings that are falling until <laughs> I love the Taco Bell advertisements. Yes, there are all these Taco Bell advertisements everywhere, and there's God, so much work done now. to make Beyonce jiggly. <laughs> so like when she walks, her butt like just jiggles in this really just unnatural fashion. It's incredible. Uh, I hate everything about this except for Taco Bell. So just do yourself a favor and, the, and just the, look the waffles up waffles and the eggs. Yeah, okay. Just look Waffle up taco. Beyonce Two Souls. Uh, hold on, looks so trashy. Oh my god! It's everyone, everyone, look at your phone. Everyone, I want you to go phone. to Google and I want you to type in Beyonce. That's B E Y O N C E with an asterisk, not an asterisk, uh, an accent. An you accent. can hold down the E on your keyboard if you're running an iPhone iOS, and you'll get an extra little menu of E's that pop up, and there's one that has an asterisk. Oops, I just Googled Beyonce. What am I doing? Beyonce, two souls. It's the first video that it shows up as the IGN video I just sent, Chad. Wait, the what, am I, what am I looking Am I looking for the same video that you just sent me? What am I, I looking was telling for? our Why audience to do that, in? not you to do that. You told me to... <sighs> I just Googled that for nothing. You, you did Google that for absolutely nothing at all. Our second game potato is that Fox Studios is making a choose-your-own-adventure movie that they're going to put in movie theaters. Jesus Christ. What do you do? <laughs> like, change movie theaters if you decide you don't like the decision they made? <laughs> so, let me pull it up. There's a, you have to download an app in order to get it to work. So, everyone's going to have to have this app called Control Movie. And I could just imagine people being in the theater being like, I don't have the app. Did you get the app? Like, And then people trying to set up the app. Before the movie, and just that's going to be a nightmare of an experience. I don't have enough data. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit at home on my couch. I'm going to download the app, and I'm going to choose for those people. <laughs> yeah, how's it going to work? Are they going to know like which theater are you in and all that? But I also just think that it's a really stupid idea. It's a really terrible idea. That's so dumb. That said, we did just say it's really fun to play until dawn, like with your friends, where you make decisions together. Yeah. But I don't want to make decisions with like fifty other people in the same room, and they're all strangers. And also, it's Fox, so you know it's going to be a trash movie anyway. Yeah, pretty much. But those are the garbage stories of the week. We got garbage. some big stories to talk about. Actually, we have two earnings calls to talk about. Two. And a, two and a bunch of crazy shit outside of that, too. So here's the thing. Final Fantasy VII Remake is very far behind schedule. Yes. It was, it was in development for four years now. 
And then they worked at this company. I can't remember their name. I can look it up. And they just it didn't pull their weight. See, cyber, not CyberConnect. Cy- yeah, CyberConnect. Yeah, I think it was CyberConnect. That sounds about right. I'm looking it up to double check. And their work was so bad they couldn't use it. It's another two years behind. Yep. I so mean, we, not- we talked about it a couple weeks ago. They were like hiring for like battle designers and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, we won't see this game for a long ass time. CyberConnect Two. Oh, that's the, the name of the company. Yeah, uh, this is the uh, last year. Um, the company deemed the content was unusable, and that's in quotations. Unusable. 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 So that's a shame. Yeah. Um. Pick a story, Chad. Any story? Pick a story. Okay, here. Platinum Games is new action RPG. Coming out for mobile called World of Demons. This sounds pretty cool. It's made in it collaboration does. with DNA, D-E-N-A, games, which are the same people who helped Nintendo bring some of their properties to iOS. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to launch with three playable characters. You fight over 80 different demons and recruit them. Um, set to launch this summer. But I think it's just really cool that Platinum Games is making a samurai action RPG game. Yeah, I think it's just making mobile games more notable when big developers kind of back that platform, which is yeah. pretty cool. I'm interested Spe- to see what their uh, like interface will look like, what their touch like control interface. Yeah, I'm curious about that too. That's kind of where these games can kind of hit their downfall. But other uh, big developments in the mobile space is Pokemon Go is going to have a level cap increase. Ooh. They've announced official word on it, but they've talked about it. And they said they're going to have a level cap increase because of some of the new ways you can get XP in the game. You can get XP faster, so they want to increase that level cap so people aren't reaching that limit so fast. And they're going to start doing Gen 4 Pokemon in the future. No surprise there. No surprise at all. You know what they've been saying for the last literally year and a half? What? Trading is coming. Player versus player battles is coming. We're working on it, so we'll see. We'll see if any of this shit comes to fruition. Probably at some point. But you know I got my Mew, so suck it, y'all. Yeah. So... Here's a big story, I think. What's a big and, story, Holden? Tell me and, tell me the biggest story you can think of right now that you're reading. I, this isn't the biggest story on the list. But, no, the biggest one that you can think of that you're reading right now. Oh, the reading right now? Well, yeah. Labo sales in Japan have been below expectations. Ooh. And I want I to bring this up. We've talked about a, a industry insider um, at Stealth on Twitter a few times. Yes. And I found this story because he was complaining that this story from DualShockers is is gross and a really bad representation of the game that is doing great. Let me tell you the facts and then let me tell you if you, and then let me tell me if you think this is great. So they sold their two games for Labo. There's the okay. variety pack and the robot kit, right? Right. The variety kit sold 90,000 units and the robot kit sold 28,000 units. So like about mm-hmm. like okay. 120,000 overall. That was 30% of the shipment. That Nintendo sent to Japan. They only sold 30% of that. There is now 70% of that sitting on shelves. Wait. In Japan. So the 90 plus 28 represents 30% or they sold 30% of that number? No, that represents the 30%. And they have. And that's just for Japan. That's just for Japan. I mean, I guess that's not terrible for the first week. For their first week, they didn't sell 30 – they had 30% of that just laying there. I don't I, think that's I'm, a great sign. I still think I'm confused on what those numbers actually are. Okay, here here is the, the quotes. 
the new edu- the new set of educational accessories had a pretty good launch, ranking first and third with ninety um, thousand units sold for the variety kit and twenty eight thousand sold for the robot kit. Labo kits only um, sold only thirty percent of the initial shipment for both kits, which is definitely low for a first party release. So that means that they shipped around four hundred thousand. Yeah, and sold maybe like one hundred twenty, one hundred thirty thousand. Yep, so far in one week. Yes, I honestly don't think that's too bad. I don't think that's great. I mean, it's it's obviously maybe they overestimated, but it's obviously it's a, a game huge a thing, overestimation, a thing aimed at kids. They mm-hmm. knew adults aren't going to buy this unless they have kids. Yeah, and right now, surprisingly, a large Switch audience is people our age and older. Uh, kids really want it. And if seventy, an, and if seventy percent of copies of God of War were still sitting on shelves and only thirty percent of them sold. I wouldn't consider that a good thing. I would consider that a no. But that's kind of a very different, very different situation. I don't think it is. La- the, God of War appeals to and is aimed at a much larger selection of gamers. So, but I think that well, here's the thing. Here's, here's where that... I think you're right. It is. It is. I don't think it's terrible as far as the numbers it actually sold. But you're right. It yeah. is a gross overestimation of what they thought it was going yes. to sell. Yes. No, like the number yeah. sold is not terrible. But yeah, like if, if Nintendo's saying we think that they, they will send it out saying we want to be a little bit over because we want to make sure people can get it. Yeah. But that is way, way, way over. Now, the saving grace is that there is a big week in Japan, April 29th through May 5th, which is basically right now. And it's called the Golden Week. And it's basically just a week where no one does work. They don't do anything. They just it's like a it's like a holiday week basically. It's like Christmas week for us. Yeah, so like it's it's like a big sales time. So maybe Nintendo was planning ahead for that. But even then, like usually a game sells its most in the first week. Do we know sales numbers of US or any other territory? Uh I don't have numbers for that right now, no. Okay. But I just thought that was notable because I think I thought Japan is where Labo would really blow up. I don't know, you know, just gaming in general on dedicated systems in Japan has kind of taken a dip as mobile has become a lot more popular. That's true, and Labo's not the thing you play on the train. Definitely. That'd be hilarious, though, if people had, like, the robot <laughs> Everyone's kit on the, the train. Robot, and they're punching the shit out of everybody. <laughs> so, I don't know, I thought that was not a great sign. But, yeah, you're right. Like, the number of units sold wasn't bad. It's just the overestimation. Because what happens, and just to the economics of it nintendo made the money on 100 percent of the, of that sold because the stores bought it from nintendo right but if those stores don't sell them they might sell them back to nintendo or they might decide not to order that anymore and that's not good for nintendo yeah. so that could backfire but again there's that golden week it could be saved that was a lot yeah that was a lot. Hey, did you know that Shadow of the Tomb Raider got announced after finally being leaked 100,000 times over the last three years? Yeah. Did you know that it's also rumored to be about 15 hours? Yeah, people say it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad time it's frame a bad for thing. Team. Quite honestly, I read that right now, and I thought, I guess that's about the length of the other ones. And then yeah. I thought, is it? I don't know. I so, can remember yeah, was... almost literally nothing about the other ones, which says something the... about the games. <laughs> they were fun. I remember having a lot of fun playing them and that I liked them, but I can't remember shit about them. Yeah, so the other games apparently were closer to 20 hours, but I don't think 15's bad. Like, 15's about the time frame of an Uncharted game. Yeah. I think well, that's Uncharted, a... the first few. Yeah, well, the, the, yeah, the new ones long, much longer. is massive, yeah. But I don't think it's a terrible length for a game like that. And I also don't think that game length is indicative of it being a good game or not. Exactly. 
But it was notable to bring up, I thought. You thought. I thought. Hey, tell me about Michael Pachter's feelings on exclusives. Yes, Michael Pachter is awesome. If you don't know, he has a great show on YouTube called Pachter Factor. It's P-A-C-H-T-E-R. He is an analyst for Webb Bush in Chicago, I believe. Um, And basically, he says that console exclusives don't really matter anymore. Like they're not going to be big drivers to sell consoles. He thinks that PlayStation 4 sold better because of things like timed exclusive with Call of Duty DLC and not because Bloodborne was an exclusive game for PlayStation 4. I don't always agree with him. I don't quite frankly agree with him here. But it just he's a pretty good analyst. He's made some good predictions, I think, in the past. I love his show and just wanted to mention that. Here's why I think... I think PS4 right now is killing it because they came out the cheaper box. Yes. That's why they dominated this race because they came out the gate, they were cheaper, everyone bought it, and then Mm -hmm. I think they still have people's attention and they still have the audience and they're still in the conversation because of the the exclusives. Yeah, exactly. I think that if Xbox and PlayStation 4 came out at the same price point and they both had exclusive games that were interesting... It'd be much more even. Yeah. I mean, I right think, now you can pick up a 1S for the same price as a PS4 Slim, but, but it's, it's really the, it's the games that set you apart. Yeah. 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 So I don't entirely agree with him here, but he's also, he's a really smart guy. Seriously, watch his show if you don't, because it's really good. It's very different than our show. It's nothing like this. Smart he looks at it more guy. from an analyst perspective and, you know, what a, more of a business perspective than I think we take here. Also, another Arrested Development thing, a now rapist. Moving on. <laughs> Tell me something. I don't know. There's well, a let's lot go on that trend here. of There's business so much stuff. News. <laughs> we got we got two earning calls to talk about here. <laughs> okay, tell me about it. So Sony earning calls um, was pretty good. It was actually it was, it was very good. They have now 79 million PS4 units have shipped. Mm. They are that is a slight downturn from before. They sold um, 19 million this year. They sold 20 million the year before that, or something like that. So it dipped a little bit. But that's kind of to be expected. Yeah. At this time, like, I don't, th- this is not a, yeah, this isn't, I'm not concerned about that at all. And Sony's even said, hey, look, we're predicting we're going to have 95 million units shipped in total by next March, which means they're going to go down to 16 million. So they yeah. know that they're on that downward trend. So I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, I did a, get a game analysis of different consoles over in a year by year comparison. And around this time frame, they all dip. They all just start to dip. It just happens. So not not a huge deal, but it's it's worth noting. So I think this is a sign that PS5 is coming. Ooh. Um, but also they announced that PS Plus subscribers um, numbers have been released, and they've now exceeded 34 million. I thought it would be more than that. I I was just thinking like, is that is that good? Is that yeah, bad? I don't, I don't think that's... How does that compare with Xbox Live? That surprises me that like less that's... than half of PS4 owners have the ability to play online. Yeah, I was really surprised. Like, to me, PlayStation Plus is a no-brainer. If you buy a PlayStation 4 and you're not buying PS Plus, you're doing it wrong. You could be on two souls this month. No, seriously. The amount of free games you get, like good games, it's yeah. so worth it. So, That's weird to Yeah, me. I was very surprised by that one. But I guess it's the thing. Okay. Nintendo had an earnings call as well. Whoa, how much money did they make? I think this was more dramatic of an earnings call. Not because of, like, the numbers, but... They just uh, had a very dramatic score underneath of what they were saying. 
<laughs> yes, they had a, they had an orchestra underneath yeah. the, the booth the whole time. No, um, there was just a lot of change in the uh, in, uh, the company. Yeah. So first of all, uh, Kimishima, uh, Kimishima, yeah, he um, stepped down. We have a new CEO of Nintendo. We do indeed, and his name is Furukawa, and he's been a part of Nintendo since 1994. He's also with the Pokemon Company for a while. He's been a managing executive officer, a supervisor of corporate analysis administration, and he's been a director. Um, so he's been there for a while and Kimishima basically said that the reason that he picked him, cause he's had his eye on, um, Furukawa for a while now. And it was because of how creative he can be with finances and, and how, even though it's not part of his job description, Furukawa has been making this like massive plan for Nintendo for the next few years, apparently. Nice. So I'm curious. That's, that's interesting to, to see. Just to um, give some context, uh, Kimishima took over kind of in an interim basis after Iwata passed away a yeah, few years yeah. ago. So he he always I think felt himself as like a an interim temporary thing until they found someone better. So I think this is like mm-hmm. probably I think when I read the article it was like the eighth president of Nintendo in all of the years that they've been together. That's really good, actually. Yeah. So I'm, I expect this new person to stick around. Well, also, this new person is much younger, which is kind of yes. skews towards the audience that they're trying to get. That is eight. That is eight presidents over 130 years or something like that. Yeah. Like, that's really, really impressive. I'm going to look that up real quick just to make sure that's right. It, it's 125 years, 130 years. But the number of presidents, that's impressive. Um, yeah, so going further into it, they've said they're going, to on, they're going to detail their online service, I guess, this month. So in May, they're going to detail it, which is interesting. They're going to talk about it before E3. I thought that would be a really big thing to talk about at E3, but I guess not. So you're going to detail now, that there. I, I have a feeling that I, I heard this on... One of the kind of funny shows. You didn't hear anything, Chad. You're lying. You're right. I've never heard before. What is sound? No, I heard this on one of the kind of funny shows is that there's it's either coming out early because it's just like, here's all the, the down and dirty about how it works and it's boring to talk about, or let's get the bad news out of the way early before we get to E3. Ooh, I didn't think about that way, but that's a good point. That way E3 point. can be all hype. That's a good point. I, I personally... Big Nintendo fan here. I don't expect much from the online service anyway. I think that's why it's priced at $20 for a year. Yeah. As opposed to $60 like uh, the other uh, consoles. So, yeah, I think I think you might be right. That's that's a great point. Yeah. Thanks for ruining my day, Chad. I'm just saying, just saying, <laughs> curb your expectations. Check your asshole. Nintendo has held on to their forecast for 20 million Switch units to be shipped by March of next year, so fiscal year. Um, and they're, and... they're going to hit that this year, definitely. I mean, what yeah, are we at now, gonna... 16 million? Oh, Almost no, 20 more. Million? Oh, 20 more, gotcha, 20 gotcha, more gotcha, million. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, they gotcha, did it gotcha, different gotcha. than Sony. Sony says we want to be at 95 by March of next year. Nintendo's like, we just want to do 20 more than where we're at. Nice, we talked about it a little nice. bit differently. Um, I want to find, they, they said something too, which is that, they think this is going to happen because they've announced really big games, such as like Super Mario, um, Super Smash Bros., Mario uh, Tennis Aces, and they also mentioned a very important title for this year they've not announced yet, which oh. could either be, I think it's one of three things. It's, I, I mean, it could be Metroid. I don't think it's Metroid because Metroid historically has not been a console pusher nor a big seller. Yeah. So I think it could either really be like a Super Mario Maker or something like in the Super Mario 2D realm. It could be Pokemon, or it could be Animal Crossing. Those are all three games that have historically sold lots of consoles. Mm. Mm. So that's what I'm thinking there. Hot. 
So interesting stuff there. That kind of goes into the whole thing of the second year is going to be very important for, for Switch. And then we'll talk about this later on in our main quest. But they've said that 3DS is going to get support from 2019 and beyond. God damn it. We'll talk about our opinions on that. But I think Chad just summed it up right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lastly, for the earnings call, they have a new IP called um, Dragalia Lost. It's coming to mobile. Yeah. And it's only coming to Japan for right now. But it's a new RPG. It's a new RPG. It's a new IP from Nintendo. So I'm interested to see how that goes. That was a lot of earning call stuff. That was. We have a few more stories left, then we're going to do our countdown to E3. Oh, man. So many stories. So many stories. I'm actually... Question. Yeah. I'm super interested in this Oculus Go. Okay, It just came out today out of nowhere. Yes. So... But I don't know anything about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. So I want to do some disclosure here. Um, I work for a company called Premium Retail, and we represent Oculus. So Oculoso. I te- Oculoso. So I do have a connection to Oculus there. So I am excited about this product, but I can assure you it's not just because I work for Oculus. I think this is so a this very is cool all, product. Everything for the next – go ahead and set a timer on your phone for the next four minutes. This is all an ad for <laughs> Oculus. <laughs> no, it's the standard like my views are not representative of the company Oculus, yada, 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 all that kind of stuff. Um so they announced this product in October of last year and said it's coming in early 2018. Apparently, May is early 2018. I disagree. May 1st, so it's May early 1st. May 2018. <laughs> early May, early 2018. So basically what Oculus Go is, is it is – they describe it as a midpoint between Gear VR, which is like mobile VR, and Oculus Rift, which is like PC-powered VR. So like, I would consider like Rift and – um, and Vive and PSVR is like the PC powered, like powerful VR experiences. Mm-hmm. You need like Google Daydream and Gear VR and a bunch of other like, you know, mobile VR headsets that work through Android. This is a standalone unit. It doesn't require anything at all. It's $199 and it's considered like a mid tier VR solution. And it starts. No phone head- in your headset, no wires. No, you need a phone to like set it up, but once you set it up, you really don't need the phone anymore. And I, I've used it. I can say that. I've used the product. It's surprisingly great. It has a really high resolution. So the Oculus Rift has 1080p per eye. This has 1440p per eye. Mm. So it's a higher resolution. The, the screen door effect is still there, but it's less noticeable than Rift, I would say. It's definitely less noticeable than it is on the PS uh, VR, which I think is what, 720p per eye? I don't remember. I think it's 720p per eye. And the idea oh, I think, is it's, I think PSVR is one... 1080p screen maybe i don't know okay that, might, that makes sense too so the idea with this is that it's less of a gaming device and more of an entertainment and social device is how facebook is putting it so like you might have some light gaming on it but you're really using this to like watch netflix or to there's something called like oculus venues which actually sounds really cool where they put a vr camera in a concert or at like a basketball game or like a stand-up comedy event and you just stream into that that VR camera and just watch the event live. So I think it's pretty cool. It's definitely, I think that people are going to think Oculus, this is a gaming device. It's not a gaming device. Yeah. They're like, I played a game on it. It's mild. What it, what it's, what Rift does better is Rift does into like Facebook, uh, like a PSVR. It does the head tracking. So like I can move closer to an object with the headset and I get closer to the object in the virtual world as well. And I think that's a big selling point of VR. This is more of I can look in any direction. You don't okay. really get the tracking everywhere you go. 
Gotcha. So like, you could still like go to a museum or something like that with this headset. But like I was playing a uh, game, um, Anshar something or other. It was like a space flying game, and I was just like pointing my head in any direction to move the my ship around. So it just kind of uses like the accelerometer in the headset itself. Gotcha. It has a battery life of two hours for gaming and about like two and a half to three hours for video content. What I thought was interesting about the battery life is it takes longer to charge it than it does to deplete. Yes. I thought that was interesting too. Yeah. I, I've only, I I've like, only heard of one of the products that it? does that. I think it's we're used to like iPhones that have like the, you know, like the, we're going to charge up to 80% in like half the time. And yeah. then the last 20% is equal to the percent to get to 80% or time to get to 80%. There's a term for it. I can't remember what it's called. But, trickle um, charge. Trickle charge. So I think this is huge. I think that at that price point, for for people who aren't gamers who want to experience VR, I kind of think this is the best way to get into that. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm personally going to get one. I can't wait. Very excited about that. It's I like that they're, they're kind of concentrating. A lot of that stuff... Like, I know on PSVR and Oculus, like, there are ways that you can do, like, the concerts and sports games and things like that. Mm-hmm. However, having owned one and used it a lot, I have no idea where the fuck I go for that kind of stuff. So I think yeah. it's cool that they're kind of focusing on that and curating one place where all of that mm-hmm. lives. That's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. One thing I'm excited about, you guys don't see this, but I have glasses. Oh, so I... my God. Shit. Get out of here. I forgot. <laughs> So when you wear glasses with the VR headset, it's not as bad as on a PSVR, but on a Rift, I have to like put my glasses in the unit first and then put it on all together at once. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, well, it's the easiest way to do it. This, you can get prescription lenses for your Oculus Go. What? You can like twist the lenses out and put ones that match your eyesight. What? And that's pretty, I think it's like, it's like 80 bucks to get that done. I think it's pretty wild. Nice. Hope no one else ever wants to use it. Well, you can just twist them out and put you know, the other, the normal ones back in again. Yeah, but are you going to keep those in a pouch in your pocket at all times? I'm sure you get a case that'll hold them, but no. You're not going to want to do that. I this If you mine. don't have glasses, any headset's a little uncomfortable with glasses on. Well, that's why God made contacts a long time ago. I don't like contacts. I always forget they're my get eyes and I sleep with them, and then it hurts in the morning. Well, that's personal responsibility. Well, Chad, don't lecture me and tell me a new story. <laughs> okay. PS Now getting PS2 games. Yes. Now, I read this, and I said, doesn't it already have them? But it turns out, no, it didn't already have them. And that shows you how relevant PS Now is. (laughs) (laughs) I do love this. Um, On the picture, it says, PS2 classics available. Games like Ape Escape and Limbo. I'm like, Limbo is a PS3 game. Yeah. That wasn't PS2, but it's listed on there as a PS2 classic. Oh, my God. Get it together, PlayStation Now. They also, in that, though, they also announced... The uh, top games, the most popular games that were played on PS Now in April. Ooh, what were they? Um, they say here April 2017. I think they mean April 2018. Red Dead Redemption, Man, all not surprising. <laughs> God of War 3 and the God of War uh, Collection. But the, the one that surprised me is Mortal Kombat was on there. And Ooh, you Mortal think Kombat X? Mortal Kombat. Oh. Because they don't do PS4 games on PS Now. Oh, that's right. No, they do now. They do a few PS4 games on PS4. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah, this is the PS, uh, PS3 version of it. Gotcha. I was surprised him because you really... I, I wouldn't think you'd want to play a fighting game in in a streaming service because it's going to be really laggy. Dude, we've talked about this before. You experienced a lot of lag. I didn't experience a lot of lag when I played it. 
But I don't know. Maybe people. But fighting games require a lot better latency than, say, Limbo. But Limbo's not a PS2 game, so. <laughs> Neither is Mortal Kombat. Cool. Well, there is a Mortal Kombat for PS2, to be fair. But I'll shut up now. I think we have, Oh, like... man. I just scrolled down and saw that we had more stories. So we have so much. <laughs> These are all important stories, Chad. Do you guys remember Battle Royale games? Do you remember when Fortnite was down for a hot second? <laughs> well, Radical Heights was really great, and now it dipped down to only having 18% of its player base left. Yes. So now that Fortnite's back up, Radical Heights says bye-bye. Um, yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, it's all right. Microsoft is putting its efforts into the cloud. As it told us when it launched Xbox One in 2013. Yeah, Satina Dell on a call basically just said that they're continuing to invest more engineering efforts into the cloud. And at five years of saying this, I want to see something at E3 that shows yep. what the hell they're talking about. What the fuck does that mean, mister? Then the Witcher TV series updates. What are yes. they? So the updates are – first of all, I forgot there was even a Witcher TV show I know, coming right? Out. So they basically said that they're thinking it's going to be coming out around 2020. It's going to have a total of eight episodes, and they've already finished writing the pilot, and they're just working on the rest of the content. I just put this in there because I just forgot there was a Witcher TV show coming, and if there's going to be a good video game thing, The Witcher has a great lore to it. So, mm, Lore me up. Yep. And now we get to our last... Special segment full nope, of more nope, stories. Nope, we missed one. We missed one. What did we miss? We missed that the PS5 parts are in production. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then we're going to be there. Yeah, so this actually is legit. So a company, um, let me find the company's name. They are called uh, Taiwan Dairy Semiconductor Queen. Manufacturing Company. It says they are ramping up production on a new chips used for gaming applications. And based on their description of the chip, because they couldn't say, of course, who it was from, it sounds basically exactly what's been rumored for the PlayStation 5. Mm. And they said they're expecting um, good quarters coming up with the production ramping up on those products. Do you think these are probably like for first-gen dev kits? Probably more for dev uh, – maybe not. But, yeah, probably for dev kits. um, We're not first-gens, though. I'm pretty positive. And I feel comfortable saying that there are already dev kits out there for PS5. Sure, I'd, but like the the first ones that like people are widely starting to get. Yeah, yeah. So I just think it's a sign that PlayStation Five is probably coming pretty soon, as in sooner than twenty twenty. As in twenty eighteen. Yes, as in next next week. Nope, nope. We had a whole episode about how that's stupid. Okay, now we have just our last section of all E three related ones. <laughs> Hold in, take me through it because I don't think my heart can take it. You think your heart can take it? So, rumor is that Capcom is uh, working on an action adventure game for E3. Notably, it's coming to everything except PS4. Oh, it's coming to Switch. It's coming to PC. It's coming to Xbox One, but not PS4. Well, you know what? They saw all that success with Street Fighter Five on PS4, and they're like, "Listen, we spoiled you guys. Everyone else needs a little <laughs> piece of the pie." Um, Remedy is going to have a new game coming out, uh, or will apparently have their game at E3. Um, That's about time. It's about time, yeah. 2016 is the last time they had a game uh, come out. Quantic Dream, right? Not Quantic Dream. Quantic Quantic Break. Quantum. Quantum Break. Quantic Break. Quantum Break, yeah. Quantum. (laughs) Quantum Break. They were bought by EA recently because they have a Star Wars game they're working on. That's right. It's not going to be the Star Wars game. Apparently, this is a new property. So something totally new that's going to be coming from them. All right. 
Um, then we're going to have CD Projekt Red has actually confirmed they're going to be at E3 to show off a new RPG, which is probably going to be Cyberpunk 2077. Yep. But oddly enough, like, the floor plan says Project CD Projekt Red RPG and not Cyberpunk. Like, why wouldn't you just say Cyberpunk? Yeah, exactly. Maybe they're changing the name of it. Who knows? Um, but also, the rumor is that apparently it's a first-person game. Oh, you wrote FPS, and I was like, shooter? Cyberpunk's a shooter? Yeah, I meant to say, I meant to say, okay. well, I think FPS in the same way that, like, Fallout is a first-person shooter. You're a first-person shooter. I am. So, things that are notable here, that, where was it? Some of the, um, there will be segments of the game that take place in the moon, apparently. And oh, that, like Destiny. Yeah, and then there's going to be um, features that are going to include wall running and stuff. Ooh, like Mirror's Edge. Or Titanfall. Ooh, you know how hard you got for Mirror's Edge. I actually bought Catalyst. I'm going to play Catalyst soon. I want to play You that. haven't played it? Holden, it's no. people like you who I like. <laughs> it's people like you who I like as friends. Oh, we don't fight in this podcast. We're just too nice to each other. You true, so, Apparently, they're going to show the game at E3 um, with a playable demo behind closed doors for journalists is the rumor. That's not what's been confirmed. They just confirmed they're going to be there. Nice, nice, so, nice. So, very, very cool. Um, last two things here, Nintendo detailed their plans for E3, which is going to include um, a focus on games coming out in 2018. So nothing from 2019 and later, which makes sense. And they're going to have a lot of talk about with Smash Bros. Is what they're saying. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a very similar setup to last year, except for substitute Smash Bros. for Mario Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. So I think that what's going to happen is they're going to have like a little trailer in their E3 presentation and then their treehouse events, they're going to show off a lot more Smash Bros. Like, all the characters are going to be in it, all that stuff. Hot. Can't wait. I think Smash Bros. is going to steal the show. Blackbread Sammies. That's, that game is going to be the talk of E3. The talk of the town. What's this last one? Last one is Phil Spencer wants to dedicate time on the stage to Japanese publishers. Oh, yeah. This is based on a tweet, right? This is based on a tweet, yeah. He says, um, as of now, yes, things can change, but like last year, I wanted to make sure we supported our Japanese publishers on our stage, and this year, we are working to do the same. It's important to us. So last year, they made a point of talking about Code Vein, Dragon Ball, Fighter Z, and Life is Strange Before the Storm, which are all from Japanese publishers. Gotcha. <sighs> Chad. Because they're trying to, they have some very, like, laughably low sales in Japan. Yes. And they need to make that up. But that's a lot of stories. Oh, my God. Thanks for sticking with everybody. We'll see you three years from now when I wake back up. That's a lot of shit. Well, we had to catch up from 10 days of not We recording. did. We had to catch up and mustard. And mustard. But we have our main quest for this week. Oh, man. About to be fire spewing from my eyes right now. So Nintendo, we just put their earning call. But in their earning calls, we already mentioned they said that 3DS is going to be supported from... 2019 and beyond and we wanted to share our thoughts on that what the hell why will this not die (laughs) if you've been following us on twitter you know a few days ago we voiced our opinions on the 3ds of everything should be dead if we had to kill one thing it should be the 3ds you should be dead surprisingly some people said switch i know i think that was just fez trying to get at you because he's making it personal there, there are other people who said it too no no that's inappropriate that's inappropriate fez first of all he only had to choose one, but he chose to say, you know what, 3DS and Switch. We're like, fuck you. I just want you to know, fuck Fez, you. I don't hold hard feelings, so it's okay. It's like I saying it. if someone has a gun to your family and they say, you have to choose a family member to kill. And he's like, you know what, 
kill half of them. I don't care. <laughs> that's that's low. Yeah. So your reaction to this is you, you're you're, dev- you're like a really just upset about stop this. it. Just everyone loves the Switch. No one wants to carry two Nintendo things. The 3DS looks like pieces of trash all came together on a tiny screen and said, you know what, let's make baby trash and put it on the baby screen down below, and nobody wants that anymore. Make good-looking shit that plays on a good system that people like taking to places. Yeah, I, that's kind of how I feel, too. I, when I first heard about this like Nintendo Fusion idea, and then NX was announced, and then Switch was eventually announced, I was so excited because you have all these amazing development teams at Nintendo who make incredible games... And now they don't have to split their workload between two consoles. They can now focus on one console, and we can have lots of games coming out to one console. But they're doing weird things like Luigi's Mansion. I would have loved to have oh played that on Switch. But that's on 3DS, and I'm like, do I really want to? Like, I actually am like, considering, do I want to send a message to Nintendo that I don't give a shit about 3DS at this point? I'm not going to buy Luigi's Mansion. I'm just not going to buy it. I want it. Luigi's Mansion with a Labo. A Labo <laughs> vacuum cleaner. <laughs> That'd be awesome. In VR. Or just fucking use my Joy-Con. Fucking Joy-Con with the IR sensor. Let me suck up shit. And I don't... Just give me that on Switch. So it's just, it's just really, really baffling to me. Because it's not... 2019 was already strange to me. But Beyond means we're getting 3DS games in 2020. Do you know how... What year did 3DS come out? Do you know? I don't know. Let's see. 2011. Oh, my God. So, like, it's going to be supported for nine years at that point. That's unheard of for a handheld. Unheard of. And granted, there aren't as many games coming out for 3DS as there were originally. But it's just, it's just so baffling to me. I think the reason they're doing this is Switch is $300. And 3DS can go as low as, like, 60 bucks. Ah, uh, you're right. So they have a really low entry point to get people to play Nintendo games. And I think they're not going to replace the 3DS until they can get, like, a Switch Mini or something like that. Like, something that can, like, play Switch games but only in handheld mode at a lower price point. That's the only thing I can really think of as to why they won't do it. I am super devastated by that. Um, I I, I pull up some numbers here. So, as I mentioned earlier, I... Yeah, yeah, this this is where, like, financial sense... We can put out a mediocre game that everyone wants somewhere else, but enough people who don't know what they're doing will buy it because we've sold X many 3DSs. So go through some numbers for me. Yeah, so I kind of talked about the PlayStation 4 that eventually consoles have like a dipping period. Um, 3DS hit its dipping period. It's a period in high school where they experiment with chewing tobacco, right? <laughs> yes. That's disgusting. <laughs> You're, so they had growth continuously with 3DS for the first three years. Um they peaked in year three, 2013, with thir- about, basically about 14 million units, and they dropped 34% the following year to 9 million units. And it's actually been fairly consistent since then. So they went from 9 million to 7.5 to, in 2016, they had, again, 7.5 million. They actually, from uh, 2015 to 2016, sold more units than they did the previous year. And that's then the when year- the new 3DS came out, right? That's when new 3DS came out, yeah. So... Then you have 2017, they dropped 8%, but it means they're only at 7 million. So again, like, to go from 9 million to 7.5 to 7.5 to basically 7 is not a huge drop-off. It's actually the most consistent that you really get with some of these consoles. Yeah. And so far this year, they're already at a million units for the year so far. 
And there's been bigger drop-off. So, like, if you look at um, in this last month, April, they sold 154,000 units. Last April, they sold 335. So there's a big drop-off there. And that's been a pretty consistent drop-off across every month so far this year. So this is finally the year that it's dropping heavily. I'm surprised they haven't seen that and said, hey, look, it seems like people are now buying Switch. So we're going to move away. I think they're looking at those, you know, the past few years and saying, well, it's been so consistent. We can probably still get away with this. You know what it is for real, though? What is it? It's the cheap ass moms out there. No, totally. Little Johnny says, Mom, I want a Nintendo Switch. And she goes to the store and she's like, oh, you know what? But there's also the Nintendo 3DS, and it's basically the same thing, and it's a lot cheaper, right? He won't know the difference. And then he's like, Mom, you're an idiot. This fucking thing sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's the case. But well, here's the thing. Sense. If you have a five-year-old kid, would you buy that kid a Switch if you could, as her first console? I would buy myself a Switch and let the five-year-old kid play it occasionally. Yeah, but most parents don't play games. Who would make that, a decision like that? That's not that's not necessarily the case nowadays. Okay, I ran into a kid the other day. A parent four years who plays old. games wouldn't buy their child a 3ds and the Switch is out. Four years old. Yeah, ran into a kid who has almost beat Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Four four years old. Four years old. His mom says, "You know, sometimes I think, you know, like, is it bad that I let him play video games? Like, is that bad?" And then I was like, "Listen, first of all." All of those critical thinking skills that he's getting right now and problem solving and logic and all of this stuff. And I had trouble with that game as an adult grown man who's very, very smart, if I do say so myself. And this four-year-old is just about to beat it. Oh, uh, so that four-year-old knows what's up. That's a smart mom. Everyone go tell your moms to grow the fuck up. <laughs> and your kid won't develop the same logic skills if they got a 3DS and were playing Ocarina of Time. Right, and they were playing Picross. Picross is great. Actually, I don't even if, know if what it can... is. I honestly, you showed me a screenshot of seven different games, and one of them's Picross. Couldn't tell you which one it is. <laughs> I started playing Picross recently, and if what is it? Is it a match three game? Is it a crossword puzzle? The best way to explain it is it's it's like a more challenging version of Sudoku, where the end result gives you a picture. Oh, okay. It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle game. If a four-year-old <laughs> could play Picross, I'm a fucking idiot because I have a hard time <laughs> with that game. It's hard. Oh, she also um, told me he beat The Witness in, like, three hours. I'm just kidding. That's shut false. the fuck up. No, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. That game is so goddamn hard. I've never pulled my hair out before, but I did in clumps with that game. Mm, and gross. I love every second of it. Yeah, so um, Nintendo, you get your shit together. You should just get rid of 3DS. Yeah. End it. It's ridiculous to keeping it around for this long. I think the best thing they could do is say, hey, if we release a game on 3DS, it's also coming to Switch. Like, Luigi's Mansion, 3DS, also available on Switch. This Zelda remake apparently is coming out. 3DS, also available on Switch. They've done that with certain titles, like the Hyrule Warriors games. Excuse me. It's 3DS and it's on Switch. Yeah. I mean, it did take about a year and a half for it to come to Switch. There there were a few games they announced at, at their most recent Direct that were 3DS and Switch. Okay. So I think if they did that, that'd be fair. But, like, Luigi's Mansion wasn't one of them. The um, WarioWare wasn't one of them. WarioWare is so perfect for Switch. Why is it coming to 3DS? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make no sense. None. None sense. Thanks for listening to us vent a little bit, you guys. That's all we really needed to do is just scream at Nintendo for a while. Yes. Via this podcast. And also to prove that I'm not just a Nintendo fanboy. I don't love everything they do. I can hate them. I can hate them. You're right. Although, you guess who played their 3DS this week? Yeah, I did. 
He said I wanted to play Pokemon. It's all on right, yet. everybody. There's one thing actually we forgot it to go over in our what do we call the first thing? In our weekly forum at the beginning weekly of the show. Forum. And that is our weekly poll, our dumb poll. Oh yeah, we forgot to go over that. We had a poll this week. The poll was who wears the pants in the relationship? <laughs> Your three options were Donald Duck, Pooh, and Chris Hemsworth biceps. And duh, Chris Hemsworth biceps. Have you seen any of the Thor movies recently? They're fucking insane. It is stupid how stupid his body looks, and I'm jealous as fuck. Obviously, that wears the pants and everything. Did anyone vote for Pooh or Donald Duck? Okay, 48% of people voted for Chris Hemsworth biceps. 48% of 21 votes. Okay. 33 voted for Pooh. 19 voted for Donald Duck. Really? Yeah. I think I was the second first person to vote in the poll, and I, it, was, it was Chris Hemsworth's biceps to begin with. But can we just share how clever you are? Oh, I'm so clever. I'm so uh, fucking I'm clever. I'm like, hey, Chad, why did we pick Pooh and Donald Duck? Can you tell us why, Chad? Yeah, because both of those guys don't actually wear pants. Boom. I didn't even think of that. Boom. It's so clever. Mind Chad blown. is brilliant. He's the smartest four-year-old to ever be Breath of the Wild I've ever met. <laughs> Oh, shit, everybody. Remember, next week, we're talking about leaderboards, so check in for review scores for Donkey yes. Kong Country. I'll probably have played it by then. Maybe yeah. I'll be God of War. Probably not. Yeah, games Who for leaderboard are going to be Nintendo Labo, Radical Heights, and Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. And barf this month, Super Mario RPG. Get playing it now. It's a 16-hour game. 22 if you do everything in the game. Play it now. Don't wait till the last minute. Uh, that's that's it. I think that's it. I think that's, that's, that's all we that's got. All, that's all I got, yeah. I'm so worn out from these quests. <laughs> That was oh, intense. Okay. That was a lot. All right, that was guys. the endurance episode. Endure the rest of your week. We'll miss you until we see you again. Good night. Good night and good luck. Bye-bye.